Hello everybody, it is August 9th, and uh, this is Rich Poland along with Stacey Hamm. And, Stacey Hamm. And Osmo. Yep. Uh, <laughs> bringing, bringing you another Rich Rider podcast, our weekly look at the uh, golfing world and how it affects the Ryder Cup and other uh, international competitions. And it's been a, it's been a busy week, Stace. Yeah, it's a busy week of golf. Lots so, of tournaments. So a uh, couple things. Number one, we want to remind you that this is brought to you uh, on the Anchor uh, platform. Anchor.fm uh, is a great way to create your own podcast for free and uh, just get whatever content, whatever content you have out there. Uh, we've talked about how we just, you know, we always talk about this stuff and decided one day we're just yep. going to do this. Yep. Fun times. Uh, but you can you can go on to Anchor.fm or Anchor app and uh, get started. Yeah. Uh, again, getting, getting some good content to your folks about certain topics that you love to do, love to cover. And also, we want to remind everybody that we have a Twitter site at uh, uh, Ryder Cup Podcast and uh, Instagram still in. The, in Stacy, the <laughs> I got to change the name somehow. It won't let me. It wants to use my Instagram site, which is weird. So well, next week we'll have it. Well, before the Ryder Cup, we'll have our Instagram site. It's only forty-two days to the Ryder Cup. I forty-two saw that. days to the Ryder Cup. They're starting. Wow. Uh, NBC is starting to advertise the Ryder Cup. I saw Cup. it the other day. I saw a commercial for Ryder Cup lids, bunch of hats. So great. Um, so yeah, it's coming up. Just uh, we have one more one more week until the playoffs, yeah. and then and then the playoffs. The playoffs and start. Yeah. One next thing week. you know, next thing you know, you and I are going to be in in beautiful Wisconsin. Wisconsin. One. Well, speaking of tickets to ride uh, into the Ryder Cup, your man, Harris English, had a ticket to Ryder in his hands, but he didn't take it. He would have had three wins on the tour. Three, he would have had his third win, right, this year, right? If he would have won? Would have been his third, third win this year. Wow. Boy, he was terrible. He, he played he just good. an awful... He was, he was great until 11. Until 11. And then, great. He shot 33 on the front side. He, he was fantastic on the front yeah, side. Both of them. Bryson DeChambeau as well. Bryson DeChambeau as well. And then double bogeyed 11, double bogeyed 14, bogeyed 16, uh, you know, the par 5, 16th, and, and yeah. he's done. Doesn't even make it into the playoff. Doesn't make it into the playoff. Well, he hit a great shot in the safe par on that one hole. Great shot. 17. 17. Good chip out, good, good wedge. And that's and uh, and that performance was actually pretty good compared to our buddy Bryson DeChambeau. Bogey on ten, triple bogey on eleven, uh, bogey on fifteen, bogey on eighteen, to finish outside the top five. Yeah. Well, did you see what happened? Those two on the back nine, they shot eighty-one combined score. Four, Bryson shot forty-one, and Harris shot forty. 81 to combine. You know, if you're Steve Stricker, are you, are you how worried are you? Yeah. On a scale, on a scale of one to, on a scale of one to 25, one being no big deal, he's still a top 10 player in the world, and 25, you know, this is uh, uh, Sandy Lyle having to say, I can't play cap, because I, I can't, I'm no I think good. I 12 and a half right now. Yeah, I think, I think, I, I mean, I wouldn't trust it out there. I, I wouldn't trust him. He's hitting the ball all over. The, I mean, he can't even club or put the right... Every time he, he's hitting a pitching wedge, 184 yards, and then he's flying the grains. Yeah, he, he may wind up being, uh, you know, uh, being Soren Hansen and, and you yeah. know, not played until... How until, mad would he be, though? Oh, my gosh. He would... 
probably never play again. I mean, because he'd be so upset. Especially if Brooks, Brooks Kepka get to play more than him. Brooks Kepka plays all four sessions. Yeah. Or five that? sessions, and, and Bryson plays like one or two. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. Because Brooks didn't play very well either. He, he was terrible. I mean, DJ was great. Backdoor top ten. Good for him. Well, let's... Let's uh, go down. Let's talk about some of these tournaments, because it's a good week of golf. So we have a bunch, because we have, we have the Women's Olympics. Yeah, we have Barracuda uh, opening. Barrac- so, the Barracuda. Yeah. So let's talk about the PGA. Let's talk about the World Golf Championship. Well, let's start with the WGC, because our, our Ryder Cup guys were playing in the WGC. Yeah. Uh, aren't very many of the Ryder Cup guys playing in the Barracuda. Mm-hmm. There, there are a couple guys on our list who are actually down far enough, you know, who, yeah. who were in the Barracuda. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at you, Matt Kuchar. Yeah, Matt Kuchar was there. Didn't even make the cut in the Barracuda. Oof, that's not good. Um, but the winner was... Uh, Peru- so so the, I'd, I'd say the guys who've been playing really well this year who just haven't won um, have been Corey Connors and yeah. Abraham Answer. And Abraham Answer. Always at the top of the leaderboard. Always at the top. And good for Abraham Answer. Good for it. I mean, Abraham Answer is a good ball striker. It's consistent, and he's always on the leaderboards in good tournaments. And that was great. He and Hideki, you know, there's those guys played the final group together. I think they're going to be. I mean, you know, they're going to make this international team, right? They're, well, Hideki shot sixty three on 63. Sunday. I mean, there's no way that he thought he was going to be in a playoff. Hideki going into that last round. Nope. There's no way. The course is kind of. It's, you know what? There's a lot of balls in the water, but if you avoid the water, it's, it's a pretty easy, easy course. It's a, it's a straightforward yeah, course. Yeah, absolutely. And then another great... So, so uh, what tournament was it? Was it the Valspar that, that Sam Burns won earlier yeah, this year? Yeah, he did, yeah. And, and you know, we were talking about the emergence of Sam Burns, and then all of a sudden he got hurt. Yeah. And was out for a couple of weeks, but Sam Burns shoots 64. Yeah, 64. There's well, no way... Hideki and Sam Burns you could figure they were going to be in the uh, in the playoff. So so, uh, you know Sam Burns I think joins, you know Scotty Scheffler as guys outside the top yeah. twelve who have to be considered. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how seventeen. He moved up two spots. Well, well yeah. We'll we'll we'll, uh, we'll go through that. We'll go through that. We'll go through that. But a sixty four on Sunday That's to get into a playoff. Yeah. And he, you know what's a cool thing? I don't know if you noticed it when you were watching, but. Um, Billy Horschel was right there talking to Sam Burns. I guess they've become really good friends. Billy Horschel was there. Sam Burns was practicing before the playoff, and Billy Horschel was there talking to him in his caddy, just hanging out. It's kind of cool, actually. It's very nice. Yeah. They're good guys on tour. They're good guys on tour. Two I can think of that aren't. But there's two guys on tour, yeah. So uh, tied fourth, or excuse me, solo fourth at 15 under was Harris English. He's going to make the right cut, by the way. Uh, you're, he's your guy. He's going to make it. I don't he's know. He's a good ball strike. I mean... He started, he got, and I'm telling you, putting guys on the clock, when you're with Bryson DeChambeau and he's hitting the ball left or right, you're going to get on the clock. You Harris, think that? He did talk about that. Yeah, Harris English said it wasn't Bryson's fault, but you, when you hit it out of bounds, hitting all over the place, and you got to get these rulings, it takes a lot of time. It does take a lot of time. And but it's it, not fair. They it, shouldn't put the, they should put the, so how do you do it? Why does, I don't think they, well, they put the group in front of them on the clock. And Harris English said when that happens, he knew they were going to be on the clock. And then he said Bryson hits it out, has to get a ruling that takes a long time. He had a couple of rulings. Yeah. And you he know, takes a long time, Bryson. Too. Bryson, though, I, I mean, I was actually encouraged because he didn't seem to be trying to hit the snot out of the ball. He seemed to be just trying to be hit it, to hit the ball with normal golf swings much of the, of the tournament. Well, that's concerning. <laughs> I mean, uh, well, that's what he probably should be doing. Yeah. Tied fifth, uh, perennial Memphis 
superstar. If you're a betting man, uh, putting a few bucks on Daniel Berger to, to do well at Memphis is, well, yeah. is, a, good, is a good bet. He, he finished his tied fifth with Paul, Paul Casey. Casey. What another, Paul Casey. He's another, one, he's another one who, along with Abraham Answer and Corey Connors, is always at the top of leaderboards. Yeah, Cameron Smith. That was and a bad Cameron's, move by Cameron Smith on 17. He tried to go for the green. He had a little slip. There's no way to get that ball on the green. Just see it? He hits it, hits the tree and goes right out of bounds. Right out of bounds and I mean, double bogeys. He, I mean, he would have been, uh, he he would have been in the playoff. playoff. He made, yeah. If he made par. All, I mean, he should have done what Harris English did. Just hit it into the... There's no way to get it through that hole, that little area he had. That It was just too small of a window, and he tried, but... The uh, we have some backdoor top uh, backdoor yeah. top tens from from DJ and Ian Poulter. Ian Poulter, um, Ian Poulter's played well. He's played well. I, I I'll say right now he's going to make the team. Ian Poulter's going to make it. I, I think so. He too. has to. Sergio, Ian Poulter are the shoe ins. I don't think you take a Justin Rose. He's not playing well. You can't take him. You just can't take Justin. Let's see if Justin Rose was even playing this did week. Play, I, I did. I didn't see his name, but I think he uh, played the first couple rounds with someone. He must have. Not played well. Rory and Jordan had very parallel well, tournaments. They they both played poorly on Thursday, and then kind of got back in the tournament. Um, Rory with a sixty six on Friday, and Jordan with a sixty three on Saturday. So they tied, 12? and they finished tied twelve. Uh, a disappointing disappointing Sunday for Scotty Scheffler. He's my real. guy, yeah, and uh, could have you know could have made a statement for himself, but he was also. Uh, he also had a very poor tied for fourteen back back nine. Yeah, um, and, and he shouldn't have been when they when the when the um, the telecast first came on. They showed Bryson DeChambeau. He was hitting out the same bunkers, bright bunkers. Bryson DeChambeau. Maybe that was bad juju or something. But tied fourteen. He. I mean, he's gonna have to win to make this Ryder Cup team. He'll get consideration, so. but he's got. I think so. He's, I think he's, I, if he, he doesn't win, he won't make it. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, Webb Simpson and Robert McIntyre. Webb Simpson kind of backdoors into that with a he sixty-four. He into it. I mean, he's on the outside looking in. That's right. He's going to have to win to again. He's going to have to win. In the sevens, um, Matthew Wolf, Joaquin Neiman, Phil Mickelson, Billy Horschel, Ty Hatton, Louis Oosthuizen. Uh, all tied for sixteenth. All tied for for seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. At six under par with Patrick Cantlay, Kevin Na, Shane Lowry. Patrick Cantlay is not in form right he now. He is not in form. I mean, he's a guy on the cusp too, as well. He's on the cusp as yeah. well. At five under, we're going to give a break to anybody coming back from yeah. Japan. So Colin Morikawa, Justin Thomas, Xander Shoffley, Patrick Reed, none of them had a particularly good week. They all week. shot five under? They finished five under? Uh, they, were, they were bunched up. Morikawa, Justin Thomas were at five under, Patrick Reed at four under, and, and Xander was... Was even par. He was even par. What is a big week? But yeah, look at this. If we look at the bottom of this leaderboard, um, Garrett Higo withdrew. Played it. Played in Japan. Siwoo Kim shot. Shot. Got an Eight, thirteen on one hole. Thirteen on one hole. He shot seventy eight though. He had to get to thirteen. He played shot well otherwise, wow. but he played in Japan. Uh, our 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 buddy Wilco Ninaver did not play in Japan and didn't play well. Kevin Kisner didn't play well. Uh, Victor Perez, we've talked about, didn't play well. Yeah, it's after 61st, I think, Victor Perez, right? Yeah. Brooks Kepka and Justin Rose, two over par, didn't play well. Really? But some of the other guys, Sunjay M, who I, I, can't, I can't imagine the pressure he was under trying to stay out of the military. He didn't play well coming back from the have to check himself in? I don't know. Of course, he could stand to lose a little weight. Yeah, well, he'd come he'll out. Come out. He'll come out, he'll come out uh, a little less doughy. Yeah. Uh, Xander Shoffley... Coming back, um, 
Mark Leishman coming back, Corey Connors, Carlos Ortiz, Victor Hovland. So a lot of the guys who were in, uh, who were in Japan really didn't have much of a week. Yeah, I'm trying to see if any of the guys who were at the top of the leaderboard, any of these guys, I guess Abraham, Abraham Andrew, Andrew, yeah. he was in Japan, he was in Japan Hideki Matsuyama, yeah. all right. Nope. So it's not a great, it's not a great excuse. Huge, yeah. Paul Casey. Paul Casey was yeah. in Japan, almost, uh, was in that bronze. I mean, Rory, top. Rory, top uh, 12, he was in Japan. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's, uh, I mean, that's good, man. So one more, one more week before the playoffs, and that'll yeah. be the traditional end of the season. This week is Sagefield in the Greensboro, right? Is, yeah. Yeah, that's a good tournament. And then we start to then we start the playoffs. So so, so do you think Ricky Fowler is going to make the playoffs? He was one twenty fourth coming into this he week. He didn't even make the uh, he doesn't world golf he's he didn't make world golf championship right because did he's not make he's world not golf top, championship. He's not in the top. Well, he has to be in the what top one hundred players to make it. Yeah, then? he's 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 outside now. He's outside. Wow. He's not going to make it. He's one twenty fourth. Boy, he's got to play this week. I would assume, right? He has to play this. He didn't week. play the Barracuda. Did not play the Barracuda. That's interesting he didn't play the Barracuda. And there were other guys who were on the cusp who did. So the winner of the Barracuda... Eric Van Royen. Eric Van Royen. Very, he got a very nice uh, letter from Jack Nicholas. I saw on Twitter today. Oh, really? Um, Jack Nicholas talking about how respectful he was, and he was always looking for knowledge. Um, so Eric Van Royen's going to cement his place. He's won in... He's won in he went to college here, University of Minnesota. He went there and just had a baby like a month ago, and... Young guy, really powerful player. Plays well on the European Tour, and he played well in a lot of tournaments here in the States. So hopefully he'll uh, continue along in another South Africa. Another, another good, South good young South Africa. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's going to get some point consideration, right? For the President's Cup, I would assume. I think he'll, he'll, he'll move up the list. Yeah. Scott Piercy finished at 44 points in second place, right? Oh, no, uh, Andrew, no Andrew Putnam, 45 points. Yeah. He had a chance. He had a shot. And Scott Pierce hit 44. I, I mean, most of the people who are going to be in the Barracuda are, are either young players or journeymen. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just some names stand out. I mean, Gary Woodland. Not very long ago, Gary Woodland was on the yeah. president, last President's Cup team and, and, oh. and, you know, got a tie seven at the Barracuda. Well, the guy's Adam uh, Shank. That kid's been playing well, and I think... You know, he slept on the lead on Friday, on Saturday night. Yep. But didn't have a, didn't have have a good, good Sunday, Sunday, only five points. This is the second time he hasn't had a good Sunday, right? He was a, he's been he's led a couple of tournaments. He's this been year. he's been in in contention. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's see. But he's a good player. Amongst other, uh, we already said uh, Matt Kuchar didn't make the cut. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I think uh, Rafa Cabrera was in this tournament and didn't make the cut. Oh boy, he's not gonna. I mean, he was on last Friday. He was on the. He was on the. the he was at Hazeltine. Hazeltine. He oh, he didn't make Paris. He did not make Paris. Oh boy. Uh, our our Oregon kid uh, Aaron Wise didn't make the he's cut. He's not playing well either. He's no. not been playing well. Yeah. Um, so that's. I mean, that's yeah. It's an opposite field tournament. I and I like the stable for type of tournament. I think yeah, it's, it's fun. One to have. It's fun yeah. one. It's, it's fun one. one to have. Yeah. So uh, let's let's talk about uh, yeah, well the European tour. Let's talk about that. that there's the English Open in St Andrews. Grant Forrest, the Scottish uh, golfer, won twenty four under. So and British golfer uh, James Morrison, then a Spanish golfer uh, Santiago Torero, he finished at third. And Colin Hill, who played in college and uh, golf in the states, he tied fourth. It's funny why they would put a tournament at St. Andrews. Yeah, that's interesting. Opposite field to the WGC. They know they're not going to get their best players. Yeah, I don't understand that, right? I mean, just looking, looking at the list of players, 
And it's the English Open? It's the Hero Open. The Hero Open. That's what it's called. Uh, Just looking to see if there's anybody who's been in the Ryder Cup before playing in this tournament. There's no one in this tournament. Uh, There's Jamie Donaldson. Okay, yeah. But, you know, he hasn't been in the Ryder Cup since Glen Eagles. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of... Yeah, it's just, it's just, a, it's strange. You'd think they'd put a tournament in, you know, in Finland or something. Well, you know, what no they respect need? to Finland. It's a beautiful country. Well, you know no what they're district. doing now. You see that big announcement they made, the European tour, and uh, they're going to be three tournaments together. It's kind of cool, right? Because it, in, you know, encourages guys to go play in Europe. The Scottish Open, you're going to get points for the FedEx Cup. I think it's a great thing, right? I think it's. Very I think it is a great thing, and I think it's smart by the PGA. Because, you know, one of the things we've always been criticized about over, over on this side is that the players make it on to these courses and they have no, no idea, idea how to play them. They've yeah. never seen them. Yeah. They don't understand the type of golf that's played and uh, they, they struggle. So you know, it's one yeah. thing that we noted uh, at Course Nationale de Paris is there was a yeah. regular tournament there and the guys weren't playing it. It made no, it made no sense. Don't play the tournament. Yeah, it makes no sense at all. And it, it's great. I'm glad that I'm glad they made that uh, move. It's gonna, really going to be good, and it's going to change up the schedule a little bit as well. So it's kind of good, and encourage guys to play. Except for Patrick Reed and all the other guys that play overseas a lot, encourage some of the other Americans to go over and play. So I think it's great. And finally, we have the Olympics. The Olympics. So Nelly Corda. Now I can't remember which Corda we I picked and which Corda you picked. I don't remember which. Uh, we we each picked a Corda. Oh, I didn't know we. I didn't pick one. I picked the girl. The the. Um, I don't think I picked a quarter. Let's see. Who did you pick? I know I picked Minji Minji Lee. Yeah, you picked Minji Lee. Oh shit! I think. Okay, keep going. I'll find. But it. but I think I think my America was a quarter, and I just can't remember which quarter. I can't I either. I thought we wrote it down somewhere. Uh. Oh. But. Uh, yeah. I thought we did. But anyway, Nelly Corda played great. I mean, she, she shot a sixty-two. It, it, it was on second, in the second round, which was Wednesday here, Thursday there. Uh, I love it, man. I, I mean, took a big lead, and then, and then was solid the rest of the weekend. Very She's solid. 67, 62, 69, 69 to come in one shot ahead of the Japanese girl, Inami. In, yeah, who played well. Played very Inami. well. And then Lydia Ko. And Lydia Ko was fantastic. Th- those two both shot 65. Yeah. On uh, on Sunday, oh, wow. I, I was really was imp- going to chase her down. I was really impressed with the the Indian girl. Uh, oh yeah, Asha. Uh, she was good. Out of nowhere, Aditi, Aditi Asha. She was good. She was really good. She was fantastic. And even though she didn't medal, she shot sixty eight. Well, finished. if Lydia Ko makes that book, that putt, she medals, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but let's see the other Americans. Jessica Corda played well. Finished yeah. tied fifteenth. Daniel King, they were no good. Uh, Lexi Thompson was 33rd, and Danielle Kang. Danielle Kang, well, she's way down there. She needed measure from me, Neil Beer, Caddy. That was the only way he was getting to the Olympics. Yeah, that's true. So, hey, so, so uh, related conversation. Okay. Uh, Danielle Kang actually wasn't. T- she, oh, she, yeah, this is what you had right here. She had 65 on, on, uh, on Sunday to finish tied 20. This is what you had right here. You had. Daniel, oh, I had Daniel King, Lydia Ko, and Leona McGuire. Rich had Jessica Corda, Jessica Corda, uh, Corda Brooke Henderson, and Minji Lee. Oh, I, I picked the wrong Corda. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you say you want to go like with Nelly. The, You're like, I'm gonna, I, I gave you a chance to change it. You're like, no, you no, I'm good. You did. Well, I well, had good for Nelly. one, Lydia Ko. I got one. I got one. Yeah, that's right. And Leona McGuire is not good. So, but she's a stud. 
And she's a dookie. She's a dookie. A dookie. A type of dandy. Yeah, dandy. Dookie. Um, so, so if there's a, like a rowing eight at the Olympics, the coxswain gets a gold yeah. medal. Yeah. Why shouldn't the caddy get a gold, gold You're medal? You're right. The caddy should get a gold medal. I mean, it's not like the caddy does nothing. It's not like the caddy does nothing. The coxswain. I mean, they give so many gold medals. I mean, it's great. I, you know, but the, the comment, oh, the U.S. did so well, they got more medals than they've ever gotten before. It's because there's more events, dummy. Yeah. There's more events. Yeah. Fucking rock climbing. <laughs> <laughs> Wall climbing. Who puts it? It's not like it's, it's fine. It was fun. Boom, 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 yeah, boom, boom, boom. so good. Even this BMX stuff, who gets a... Who gets a uh, this bicycle? Who gets a thing for jumping over all these things? And you, know, you, know, you know the reason. It, it's to get more younger fans yeah. involved. And that's fine. I get it. I just I get it. more of a... What's her name? Simone Biles. More Simone Biles. <laughs> you know what? Simone Biles, I, this is, as a physician, it is absolutely ridiculous that Simone Biles would have been taken, had been forced not to take Adderall, which is a mental health medicine, that she's been on Probably for seven years. So she had to get off because of the, because because it's illegal in Japan. It's it's legal for the IOC, which doesn't allow anything, but it's illegal in Japan. Seriously, it's illegal in Japan. So she didn't take it over. That that that's insane. that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So that's probably the downfall. Huh? Yeah. Screw you, Japan. And next time, smuggle it in. Yeah. Just, just take, smuggle yeah. it in. Yeah. What are they going to do? Go through every yeah. Olympian's bags? I mean, just have that. Stuff get make you grind it up. And I mean, yeah, we know Japan. You know, you don't like, you know, you put it. If if you're worried about it, put it in somebody else's bag. Yeah, yeah. Put it in I a mean, coach's bag or something like that. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Let her take her freaking. But it's Adderall. amazing the Olympics. I always like it. It was great, and I love golf in the Olympics. I really do. Golf belongs in the Olympics. It belongs in the Olympics. It does. You know what else? Other sport belongs in the Olympics. What else? Tell me about squash it. belongs in the Olympics. Yeah, why is the squash in the Olympics? I don't know why squash isn't in the Olympics. It's a, it's played yeah. all over the world. Yeah, it should and, be in the and Olympics. And the gold medal winners would be from Egypt or yeah. Pakistan. I'd rather see that, that than beach volleyball. Jesus for granted. No, I don't know. I, I kind of like watching <laughs> beach volleyball. They're all tall, awkward, awkward people. So. All right. Um, we're gonna let's go to so, let's let's so, go to our our oh, ranking. Our, our Ryder Cup list. So the Olympics obviously didn't change anything. Nope. Um, so for the U.S. team, not a lot of change. Um, the top six remains the same. Yep. Colin Morikawa, DJ, Bryson DeChambeau, Brooks Kepka, JT, JT, and Xander Shoffley. Yep. It's the same for the President's Cup. There, there really very little change. Um, in, the, in the next six, Jordan Spieth hangs tight at seven. Harris English moves up one up to one. eight. Yep. Patrick Reed down one to nine. Yep. Daniel Berger up one to ten. Patrick Cantlay down one to eleven, and Tony Finau holding steady at twelve. He makes it, you think? Uh, he's got to play, play better. He's, yeah, he's got to play better. I mean, Daniel Berger's playing great. He's going to make the team. I, I'm going to officially say today he's going to make the team, and Pat and Harris English are going to make it. Patrick Reed is going to make the team because Patrick Reed will you make the team. Him. And Jordan's good. All those guys, but Tony Finau and Patrick Cantlay—they're on the bubble. They're on the bubble, and you have you know the guys who are sniffing. Yeah. You know, Scheffler had his opportunity, didn't take it this yep. week. I mean, if uh, Sam Burns would have won, he would have made. He Sam Burns would have probably jumped uh, into thirteen, you know, twelve yeah, or thirteen. Yeah. And a legitimate, he's won. Who would have won twice this year? And uh, you know, there's always the speculation that they'll put Phil on the team. 
Uh, so Burns moved up two, two positions to 17, as you said. Not a lot of other movement elsewhere on the U.S. team. There was no movement whatsoever on the European team. Uh, John Rahm, Tommy Fleetwood, Ty Hatton. Oh, uh, Roy McIlroy moves back in on yeah. European points, yeah. doing well at the, the yeah. WGC. Uh, and then the, the, the next five, making their guaranteed nine, Victor Hovland, Paul Casey, Matthew, Fitzpatrick, Lee, uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Lee Westwood, and Shane Lowry. So those guys are pretty much in, huh? I think they're in. Yeah. And then the bubble is Victor Perez, who played very poorly in Memphis. Robert McIntyre, who didn't play great in no, Memphis. He, he was tied okay. For, tied for 15th or something? Yeah, yeah, I mean, not bad. Yeah. Well, and uh, Guido. I, don't, I didn't see Guido's name in Memphis. Mm-hmm. You would think, you would have thought. I mean, do you ch- but you take a look at these guys. That's, number, that's nine. Westwood, I mean, he's not playing well. Roy's not playing well. So the team could be in trouble. You know what I'm saying? They could be in trouble. Lowry, he always plays with her as the occasion. Fitzpatrick, he's okay. But then you get to other players. Once you get past nine, you have some suspects in here in the first top nine for this team. But then when you get past nine, it's a crapshoot. Who's going to make it? Then you have the, the ones past there. You know, Bern Biesberger is, is still in 13th, but yeah. he would have to do something. He's, yeah, I mean. Uh, Ian Poulter should, and Sergio Garcia are 14th and 15th, likely to make the Poulter team. Poulter will make it, and Sergio. And then Justin Rose holding in 16th, and then I don't know that anybody else has any shot. I mean, three guys. If you had to take three guys on this team right now, based on Bern Biesberger, Robert McIntyre, Victor Perez... Ian Poulter, Sergio Garcia. Who do you take? Well, I'm, I'm taking Poulter and Garcia. Shoe-ins, right? Shoe-ins. Um, but what about that last spot? Who am I taking for the 12th spot? I mean, I know if who I you're going to take. If I had to pick right now, I, I think they will pick Justin Rose. I really do. If I had to pick someone, I'd probably pick Robert McIntyre. I would, cause, too. Because his results have been good, and he's a little bit more seasoned than Guido. He, yep. And McIntyre, I mean, if he finishes, well, you could argue, he's probably going to play the rest of the playoffs, I would assume, right? He's, yeah. So he has a chance to make it. So, well, I think that'll be great. So that's pretty much it for this Ryder Cup. I mean, it, the teams are shaping, shaping up. Play, I mean, the, play, the playoffs could change things. The playoffs could change things. I mean, only two weeks. They'll, they'll choose after the second week. They choose the after the second week of the playoffs? Yep. So that'll be the course in Maryland, right? Yep. Okay, cool. The uh, uh, international team, as far as I can tell, the only change is that, is that Leishman at one point made it into 12th, but now he's back to 13th. Uh, Abraham Answer didn't really move up the standings, but he was solidly in fourth behind Hideki Ustazen and Joaquin Neiman. Yeah, and that's the way it should be, right? Those uh, are two their top four players. I, I mean, let's, put, let's, let's have this discussion. If, if on, a neutral, on a neutral site right now, who wins, the Europeans or the, pres- or the internationals? I mean, you have Hideki playing well, Usti playing really well, yeah. Neiman's playing well, Answer obviously yeah. playing well, Cameron Smith playing well, Sunday M, not so much, Higo has been playing well, yeah. Corey Connors has been playing great. You have Carlos Ortiz and Sebastian Munoz, who both you know, uh, were in contention yeah. in the Olympics. Siwoo Kim, as long as you don't cap him around water holes, yeah. and Christian Bezudenhoid, who's played well. I mean, I think it'd be a pretty good tournament. Yeah, I think it'd be I mean, pretty darn good. Look, there's intangibles. No matter who the Europeans bring, they always bring fire. Yeah, and so even if they don't have the highest rated players still, in the world, they're still, you know, 
I gotta say it's international co-favorites, squash. Co-favorites in America and clear favorites in Europe. I mean, you give them another year. I mean, but the, inter- the international team, you take that team and maybe, you know, you know, you still have Marsh Bleachman and Brandon Grace and some of these other young South Africans playing well. It'd be interesting to have a, a special cup where they have the international team, the uh, rider, the Europeans and the Americans play a bunch of tournaments and mix everyone up. It'd be kind of cool. That'd be fun. That would be fun. You know, uh, because they have these every two years, they have the Ryder Cup and the President's Cup. Obviously, they have U.S.-centric cups because of the dollars. Yeah. Um, there was a tournament that went took place between the international players and the European players. I don't think they're still having it. I don't think they have it. But it didn't... So it, was it the Grand Slam? Or no? No, it wasn't. That was one where Tiger and... and uh, was that the tournament where Tiger and uh, David Duvall won that time? Oh, no, no. I'm not talking about that one. There was a... There was a there was a uh, um, there was a tournament that was played uh, between the internationals and the uh, and the European tournament uh, and, and the Europeans, um, but I think it's faded away and it never attracted that the best players. Okay. Um, so I can't remember what it was called, but I remember watching it one time. But it was it was definitely you know, kind of not the best yeah. European oh, okay. or international players. It was it was really more of the players who weren't quite good enough good to play in the other cups. Yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna have a special guest yes. today. Yeah, we got a special our, guest today. Our friend Kay uh, Davis, good amateur player. Oh, yes, very good amateur player. And we're going to ask him. We're going to ask him about course design, yeah. how to get courses, how many, uh, yeah. for tournaments, and we're going to ask him about Abraham Answer because yeah. he, he played and with Abraham yeah. Answer in a in a pro am. We're going to ask him how many times that. has he shot his age, and uh, his favorite rider courses uh, that he's played. All right, we'll be right back with with uh, Gay Davis. Okay, we're back, and we're joined by a very special guest today. Uh, Gay Davis, one of the really one of the best senior amateur golfers in America for some time yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, about your experiences. But first, I just wanted to ask you. Uh, you know, uh, I know you have played with Abraham Answer in a pro am before. He was your That's partner. Right. Tell tell us a little bit about Abraham Answer and how and uh, what were your thoughts when he uh, finally broke through for his first victory uh, this weekend. Well, I did play with him in what used to be the Bob Hope Classic, and now it's the Amex. And uh, he's a wonderful young man. He's a very good player. Um, unfortunately, he played very poorly that day. <laughs> so kind of toward the other round, um, he was not the happiest guy around, but he carried it well. And he's a very good, talented player and uh, a very nice person. I had a great time. I played the day before with um, John Rahm and uh, Bubba, and wow. they were great too. So it's fun to play those guys wow. and see how they golf their ball compared to how we do ours. And wow. it's really, gosh, it's, it's an eye opener. It's an eye opener. That's cool. You got to play with Bubba, Rahm, and Abraham Answer. Those are three of arguably, well, two of arguably the best players Bubba. around. Yeah, Bubba, Bubba kind of gets a bad rap, but he was very, very nice and very genuine with us. Couldn't have been more helpful. Yeah. And uh, But he kind of gets a bad rap about not being very friendly, but I think that's. He's, he's trying hard. He's really a good soul. I like him a lot. Yeah, people say he's a nice guy. He does a lot of charity work, too. He does a lot of good works, he and his wife. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, that's he's good. He's good man. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. So, Gay. Okay. So, tell us a bit about how like courses are chosen. Because I mean, and let everyone know, Gay is uh, one of the founders of Pumpkin Ridge, which is a, a well-known course in the Pacific Northwest or throughout the U.S. I mean, Tiger won a USAM there. So we're just trying to get a flavor, give the folks a flavor for how are those courses chosen? Like, how does the USGA or the PGA choose courses to have these events? And well, I think I think for most of the most of the USGA championships, they kind of move them around the country. The one they don't move around the country is the US Open. They want to get the best golf course in the country, and we thought we had a good chance back in '96 and '97 to get the Open, but we just couldn't get pumpkin long enough. And we try to take a composite golf course off both courses. So we take some off Ghost Creek and some off Butch Hollow, but we just never quite got there. So they went to Chambers Bay instead. And very disappointing. But you'll find that they'll move the senior amateur and the juniors and the, and the mid-amateurs. They'll move around the country. So every part of the country gets a chance to have those championships. So, But the Open is really tough. It's really hard because they have to have – has to be a good test of golf, first of all. Then it has to be all the amenities nearby. You have to have hotels. You could not go to Banna, I don't think, because Banna could never house all the people who go to the Open. Yeah. And so it's, it's, a, it's a tough deal. It's a tough deal. I mean, I, the, I, I just noticed the other day, Bandon that built a, a number of, uh, you know, more hotels. Do you think they're building these things and maybe try to get a shot or you just, you think it's too far out there? And then that question. And secondly, what are your thoughts about like the public? Do you think there should always be a mix of public and private courses for uh, open championships since it is a public organization, USGA? That's a very good question, Stacey. As we were trying to get the Open, I was down at the Olympic Club in 1994 or five when I the Open. And I mentioned to two of the officials, two very top officials, that if you ever have the chance to play a public golf course, you should. And they looked at me like I was speaking some foreign language. <laughs> Amazing. And they'd always, they'd always gone to private golf courses. And, and they count, you know, Pe- Pebble is a public golf course, but it's really not. I mean, it's yeah. not a walk-on where you can go. If you want to spend 500 bucks a night for two nights in a row for a room, 1000 bucks, then it's a public golf course. But, you know, and so now since then, they've gone to Torrey Pines, they've gone to Aaron Hills, they've gone to Chambers Bay. And so, but when I mentioned you should go to a public golf course if you can, it was like, who, what are you talking about? Really, I was really taken back by that. Hey, Gay, have you played Beth Page Black? Is that one of the courses you played? Yes, I have played there, yes. What do you a very think tough of, golf course. What do you think about that course compared to, like, you know, uh, Chambers or some of the other – uh, Tory? Well, Chambers Bay, I think, is tougher. And I think the good thing was there were five or six golf courses at Beth Page, and they said we've got one. Instead of paying some club five or six million dollars – Let's take the five or six million dollars and put that in this public golf course that will then become a national treasure. Wow. And so they said instead of paying Wingfoot five million dollars, let's pay Beth Page five million dollars and think we'll do for golf. And it was really a noble idea. I like that a lot. Same with Chambers Bay. We'll put in new bunkers, we'll add new tees, we'll do all the things to get it right agronomically. And how do they decide how do they decide on how much to pay each course? Is it a set fee every for, for USGA they just pay the course a set fee and no, I don't get set fee. I think it's based upon what they need to do to the golf course, what okay. the golf course needs to make sure that it ends up. But they'll close the golf course for three or four months before the championship, so all the revenue that might have accrued to them, okay. them would be lost. So they're paying quite a bit of money, and I think it's great when they take that money and put it in a public golf yeah. course and make we're, it a better track. Okay, yeah. we're, we're obviously interested here in the Pacific Northwest in our courses. You know, Chambers Bay hosted the U.S. Open. Where do you, Will they go back to Chambers Bay? And if not, where will the next Northwest course be that hosts 
one of these, one of these, you know, uh, either the U.S. Open, the PGA, or the Ryder Cup. Good question. I don't think they'll ever go back to Chambers Bay. I think they had so much um, agony over spectator. How, yeah, I wanted to watch it, and you got put in a corral, yeah. and so you might be there for twenty or thirty minutes, and then you can move on. So I don't think they'll do that again. Mm-hmm. I think they'd do more like the British Open, the Open, and shorten their rotation and not have nearly as many golf courses. I don't think they'll go to Aaron Hills again, even though it's long. I, I doubt that they'll go to, I don't know where they'll go, but I think they'll, you know, they'll sort of go to Pebble, they'll go to Shinnecock. Uh, they might go to Bethpage every so often. They'll go to uh, Torrey Pines, it's on the ocean. Wherever the wind is there, like a Pebble and Torrey and Shinnecock, then they don't have to have it be 7,500 yards. So oh, they can get away with a 7,000 yard golf course. And if they don't go to Chambers Bay, I don't see where else they would go in the Northwest because we can't get bumping to 75 or 7,600 yards. Yeah. The other part of that is that the Ryder Cup used to be in August. Now it's going to be in May. I can't imagine they'll come to the Northwest because you have to start setting up in February. Oh, Can you imagine in February putting grandstands up? I mean, they'd sink. They'd, it, they'd wash away. The PGA, yeah. That would be, yeah. That would be very difficult. Yeah, it would be very difficult. So the, P, the, P, the PGA went to May yeah. so they could have all those golf courses south. They could never play the wise, and so it all opened up Texas and Florida. Yeah. So all this golf course they could never could have had a tournament in the summer could now have one in May. In May. But we, don't you think you know one of the reasons I think the Europeans play you know dominate us over there is that the courses that they choose are ones that that aren't used typically for other events. So uh, our players have no familiarity. And one of the disadvantages here is that pretty much every course that's selected for the Ryder Cup, the European pros live over here and they play tournaments on those courses and they know those courses. They certainly know, you know, we're going we're gonna to be at Whistling Straits. They know Whistling Straits as well as our guys do. That's right. And same with Pebble. Pebble is kind of like a Scottish golf course because of the wind. Yeah. And those guys, Graham McDowell won there, what, you know, yeah. 10 years ago, 8 yep. years ago, whenever that was. But, yep. So I think they play very well at those golf courses. And... Um, it's hard to find a good golf course at 7,800 yards, so the wind becomes a huge factor. Yeah. And that's why it's easy to go to those golf courses. Wow. I think that's why Hazeltine, they like Hazeltine, because it's long and it's not on the regular rotor. So, so you know, there's no familiarity there. Right. Yeah. David Hill didn't like it very much when he called it. <laughs> good pasture land or whatever his job it was, but um, it's pretty hard to find. It's pretty tough. And, you know, there's not a lot of golf courses you stretch out that far. You know, you look at Pebble, um, even when you play the first hole, the first hole is the dog leg right. Yeah. They move the second tee so far back, it's now at the elbow of the dog leg on number one. Seriously? So you play the first you play the first hole, you put out, and you walk back 80 yards to get to the, to get to the second tee now, whereas the second tee used to be opposite the first green. Green, yep. Third hole, the third hole, you got to walk back to the 16th fairway almost wow. to be able to get enough length on three. So... Those golf courses like that are just stretched to the. It's just tough. Just, hey, have you, have you ever golf. played? Have you ever played in the in, in the in the Pebble Beach Pro Am there? I know. I never have. I played Pebble Garden a few times, but never played the yeah. Pro Am. I played in the Hope several times, and uh, the Hope doesn't get as good a feel though because there's too many guys like myself. There's too many, too many amateurs, and the pros don't really care to play the amateurs yeah. that much. Yeah. So, Gabe, tell me about your favorite the favorite course to play here in the States. I'll, I'll ask you that question because it's kind of important. You know, I know you know a lot about golf. You're a great golfer. You know a lot about golf courses. What's your If you could play one course in the States every day, what would it be and why? Well, I should probably discount uh, which hollow because I yep. think it's a great golf course. It's a great course. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a combination of 
tough, but also fun to play. I mean, a lot of golf courses are just hard, yeah. but they're not any fun. And I think pumpkin is fun to play and it's still difficult. You know, I, I go back and play Pine Valley, and Pine Valley is the number one golf course in the world, yeah. and it is golf course will test you. It's a par 70. It's got two par fives of the hardest holes around. So it's hard to bury those par fives. So you've got to find your birdie somewhere else where you can play like Waverly or Pumpkin. We've got five par fives. So you've got a chance to make some birdies to make your other holes. At Pine Valley, you don't have that, that chance. Wow. So I would say that's really good. Um, I love Pebble. I mean, the holes, you know, you start with three, three through 10 or yeah. four through 10 or all in the ocean. And then same with 17, 18. So you've got like nine or 10 holes right along the ocean. Yeah. Some holes have, some golf courses have one or two holes. Pebble's phenomenal. I think it's great. Condition may be tough because you get so much play there. Yeah. And the, the, the weather is not conducive to growing good grass all year long. Yeah. I love that. So I love Pebble. Cypress is good. But I think my, my favorite should be, for getting pumpkin, would be Pine Valley okay. and Pebble Beach. Pebble would be Beach, my two yeah. favorites. Yeah. Cypress, yeah. Cypress on your list? Yeah, but um, yeah, it is. Okay. The, the course behind the the, hook, the course behind the edge always gets a lot of notoriety because you can't play it. Yeah. And I think Pebble is a better course than Cypress. And if for aesthetics, you don't get to the ocean until you get to the 16th tee. Okay. That's the 15th tee. At, 15th tee at Cypress. So you play 14 holes in anticipation, and then you finally get there. You have three holes in the ocean. In the ocean. And so yeah. I, I'm a Pebble fan. Cypress is phenomenal, but I'm a Pebble fan. What do you think? Of, what do you think about Kiwa? I mean, because that's been a that's been a riding course for a number of times. What do you think? Of, what did you think about that setup on that course and how it played? And did you like it? I thought I thought it looked great. I thought it was super. Yeah, it's a fun golf course to play. The breeze have done very well in the past, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's good. I think all those courses down there, a lot of great golf courses in Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina. But you just don't people seeing you don't see them playing that much there in the summer, particularly down in Florida stuff. Yeah. So let, let, let's say, let me give you a question. Let's say you're given a perfect plot of land. Let's say somewhere, let's just say for, for argument's sake, somewhere on the Oregon coast. And it's close enough to Portland that maybe they could have, a, you know, a, a Ryder Cup or, or a U.S. Open there because, you know, you're, you're close enough that you could have hotels. And you're just given this perfect plot of land for kind of a, a, a Lynx style course. Who are you? Who are you going to call to develop the course to design the course? Who would you say is the premier course designer right now in in the United States? Well, I think there's three in the conversation. You want to be uh, Doak, uh, Cora Crenshaw, and then Gil Hans. Yeah. And, and Gil's great, and uh, I think he was hopeful to do a golf course at Bandon. It never quite uh, got there because it's going to be the one south of the town of Bandon. Yeah. But. Uh, Crenshaw Corps done a great job. Dokes did phenomenal. So those three would be the candidates, I would say. And um, so many of the PGA, so many of the Ryder Cup golf courses go with the PGA is also this kind of a package deal. So if you get a PGA, you might have a good chance to get the Ryder Cup and vice versa. Yeah. And uh, so I don't see that happening down there. Although it could happen at Bandon. It could happen at Bandon. Yeah. Are, are they, what's the new course they're building in Bandon? They're building one south of the town, south of the town, or no, north of town? south of town i've heard i think that's the program the, the land they're going to try and do four or five years ago the gill is going to do and there's some land swap with the oregon department of transportation and i don't think they never quite got done so maybe they're maybe they have now but i just okay but we did probably they're going to try and build a golf course south of, of Bandon. Bandon. And, and mike kaiser's got a lot of a lot of good works got a lot of pull people know mike kaiser for doing a good job so i can see where maybe that could happen down there yeah. and, and the Ryder cup is kind of cool because 
it's more of a made for TV. You can't get that many people watching that yeah. group. So yeah. I, I can see maybe that happening down there. Yeah, I agree. I think it'll be a great spot for, uh, you know, if you had to compare it to Whistling Straits, I mean, it's kind of remote yeah, as well. It's not like, yeah, it's not like, uh, I mean, we're going to Whistling Straits, so we know that, we're, you know, there's, you can stay in Sheboygan, but yeah, there's not a lot of places lot of to places stay in to Sheboygan, stay. Wisconsin. No. So you have to stay in Madison or Milwaukee and drive in as a, as a spectator. Yeah, that's right. The Ryder Cup has a tough time on the, on the West Coast because of the time in Europe. And so that's why people thought the President's Cup might come to the West Coast before the Ryder Cup because the President's Cup is all over the world. And no matter where you are, there's going to be somebody they can't watch. But I think the time doesn't line up well uh, for Europe to become too far west. So, Gay, I have a question. If I had to give, I'm going to give you three courses and for Ryder, where the Ryder Cup's been played, and you tell me why you like these courses. Uh, the Ocean Course at Kiwa, uh, Pinehurst, and then um, St. Andrews. If you had wow. to choose one of those courses, those three, what would you... So, I played Kiwa 30 years ago, and I really remember very well. Okay. And uh, Pinehurst, I played, I assume you're talking about Pinehurst number two. Number two, yeah. Facility. Yeah. Um, I just picked the old course. And, and the old course is because of, you know, the history. Um, I think it's, it's got seven shared greens. Yeah. Um, the last time I played it, there's an accident on the 18th, by the 18th green with two cars running each other. It was kind of fun. But it's right there in downtown St. Andrews. It's yeah. really cool. And I think that it'd be something like that. Um, that would be phenomenal. But as you know, it goes back and forth. So the question is, maybe between Kiowa Island and um, Piners, which would you do? And I'd probably do Piners. But, Piners, yeah. Um, yeah, but they're, they're both great. We didn't choose Carnoustie? <laughs> Carnoustie is very tough. Yeah, it's a tough, tough course, yeah. That's a tough one. That, that might be one of those ones that's tough, but not as much fun. You know, I, there's a golf course called um, North Berwick that's phenomenal, and that's I just love it. I thought about joining, and it's not a big enough uh, site to host everybody because it's over for gallery, but it's got some of the most incredible golf holes on it. Yeah, it that, right first hole, that first hole along the railroad tracks right there, that's amazing, right? Yeah, At North Berwick, it's yeah, it's a great place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's got the Redan Hole. It's got all these great places, and it's really fun. Yeah, it is it's, a real it's, fun. It's a, it's a combination of semi-severe, but also really a fun golf course That's to play. Awesome. Where Carnoustie is not as much fun. Okay. So uh, if you had to pick, let's, you know, who do you think is going to take the uh, present, I mean, uh, a Ryder Cup this time, the Americans or the, or the Europeans? Well, I'm going to bet on the Europeans. They're always hungrier. It yeah. means more to them. I think the Europe, I think the Americans, I mean, I, I think the our guys have made so much money that they've just become, you know, I'll probably get in trouble saying this, but they seem like they just, it's not that important. Yeah. The Europeans, very, very important to beat the Americans. Yeah. And uh, I just look at, you know, I think Ricky follows all the town in the world, but I'd see a guy that's not hungry anymore. Yeah. You know, he's got all the money in the bank and he just has all the endorsements and he's a great guy. And I don't see him, you know, being hungry. And, uh, you know, I'm sure when he's 19, 20, sitting practice balls at dark, I'm guessing he doesn't do that anymore. Yeah. So I just yeah. wonder about that. And uh, that's one thing about DeChambeau. He's kind of a different guy, but he's out there at balls when the lights are out. lights are out. He really, yeah, he really wants it. So those guys are, you know, like Ben Hogan said, you've got to dig it out of the dirt. Yeah. And um, so um, he's one that digs it out of the dirt. Yeah. Well, Gabe, we really appreciate having you on. I know yeah, you, thank you so your much. time's so important. We really do appreciate it. And uh, I look forward to seeing you soon. Okay. I'll, I'll, get in touch with you so we can have coffee or, or lunch or something, okay? It'd be fun to get together, both of you. Thank Absol you, guys. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Dave. Okay. Thanks, Dave. Bye.
All right, that was that was absolutely fantastic. That, that that, ladies and gentlemen, is one of the really one of the best uh, senior amateur golfers in the world. It really but, is. Before we came on, we asked Stacy was going to ask him, you know, how many times he'd shot his age, and Gay just just had a birthday, yeah. and actually just had a back surgery before yeah. his birthday, and he's like, oh yeah, I, I pretty much routinely do that now. Uh, he, I mean, he's one of the good, like Rich said, a really good amateur golfer. It plays at a really nice. Um, private and public course, one private course and one public course, probably one of the best places in the, con one of the best court complexes in the country. So yeah, and he's a member of Pine Valley and he's a member of a bunch of other clubs who he didn't mention them, but he is. So it's a good thing. Yeah. Well, Sometimes guys have more uh, clubs, uh, they're members of more clubs and the number of clubs in their uh, bag, but he's a good player. So he can be a member of all those clubs. So. And, and Pumpkin, Pumpkin Ridge, which is really the premier course here in, here in, yeah. in, in Portland, there's some very fine golf courses in Portland, but has hosted, you know, hosts every year yeah. the uh, Corn Ferry tour, yeah. uh, tour. And it's not, you know, people are not shooting, you know, 20 and seven under par. It's a tough course. And I think too, you know, talking to Gay, I think there's a couple, there's some room to spread it out a little bit, but they're looking for big courses if they're inland, right? If they don't have wind, they're looking for long courses where you can grow the rough, make the rough high and make it difficult. But it was very interesting, his take on, um, you know why they choose courses and all that stuff. It why? does make sense why they wouldn't want to have Ryder Cups on the West Coast because yeah. having watched Olympic golf at three thirty in the morning, there aren't a lot of people who are going to be up and watching Olympic golf at three thirty in the morning. But it, it made sense on why they would choose Bandon for a Ryder Cup for for, for president for, uh, for President's Cup. Yeah. yeah, that would be a great place for President's Cup. It would be a great place. It really would. Yeah. So all right. Well, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening and. Uh, Again, next week was is the last week before the playoffs. Yep. We can talk a little bit about uh, maybe about the guys who just barely squeak into the yep. playoff. And then we'll, we'll make some predictions of like uh, of our playoff picks. Who do we think is going to take it and why? And I think next week will be a good week. All right, everybody have a wonderful yep. week. We'll talk to you then. Take care, everyone.